Hello and welcome to your Sports Mobile Podcast. My name is Calvin Emekomoka and it is my joy and privilege to have you tune in to listen to this UEFA Champions League Final Special Episode 2 um, for the 2022 Champions League Final holding this weekend in Saint-Denis, France. A repeat of the 2018 Champions League Final and a repeat of the 1981 Champions Cup Final. It is Liverpool Football Club of somewhere Merseyside and Real Madrid of Spain. I've got with me in the pod um, Liverpool fans from all across the world, actually. This is a proper world one. From all across the world, in Barbados, is Kenneth Onyekwe. Kenneth, welcome to your Sports Memo podcast again. Thank you, everyone. Um, it's a pleasure to have um, my fellow Liverpool fans on, on the pod, and I look forward to having a wonderful discussion with them. In Lagos, I have Damien and Lakunle. Uh, guys, welcome to your Sports Mobile Podcast. Damien, is this your first time? Yes. Please. Welcome, Damien. Welcome, welcome. Thanks. I don't, I don't have that yours. Um, I don't have that yours thing to beat for you. That you used to beat for people in uh, in uh, <laughs> that station in Lagos. Anyway, welcome, Damien. Uh, Lakunle, thank you. You're thank very you. welcome. It's my pleasure. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, everyone. It's good to be here with fellow Liverpool fans. I'm sure we're going to have a good time discussing this. Amen. Can you can you mute your mic for the time being? Thank you. In Port Harcourt, is this guy. You think you're passionate. You think you've seen passionate Liverpool fans, but Google is a different. Is a completely different level. Google, welcome once again to your Sports Memo podcast. Hello, everybody. Um, <laughs> a good pumped up for Saturday. You're pumped up, eh? Okay, <laughs> I hear we did. In London, Alaji, Akisha Wadaudu, welcome once again to your Sports Memo podcast. Uh, thank you, Mecca. Pleasure is all mine. Right, so where thank do you. we start? Um, I'll go, I'll start with Kenneth. Um, Kenneth, you you are you you love Liverpool. You are even arrogant to that um, effect, which is why I would be rooting for the Whites of Real Madrid specifically for going into this game. If you have anything whatsoever to worry about going into this match, what would it be, Kenneth? Well, I have I have a lot to worry about in this match, and uh, perhaps um, take them as points. Number one, Carlo Ancelotti. Number two, Real Madrid. And number three, Klopp. Can you start with Klopp? Do I need to expand? Klopp, because we're Klopp because we're a known entity. We're going to go out there and we're going to play our four-three-three. We're going to go out there and we're going to play our front foot football. We're going to go out there and we're going to be on, um, we're going to be predictable. This is everything that Carlo Ancelotti loves. Everything he loves. And this is everything that Carlo Ancelotti has mastered playing Liverpool. He's going to come out there, he's going to be unpredictable, he's going to be flexible, and he's going to allow 
his players to express themselves mm. as they as they like. So um, it it my my dream my dream start is for our defenders to come up with a set piece goal from a corner kick that will open up Real Madrid. But Real Madrid will play compact. Except Carlo, I mean, Real Madrid normally would line up as a 4-4-3. But mm. without the ball, expect them to be a 4-4-2 with the, with the strikers, with Benzema and, and Vinicius Jr. hugging the lines and hoping to exploit the spaces behind Trent Alexander-Arnold and Andy Robertson. That's their plan. That's going to be their plan. Mm. Carlo started this with the games against Napoli, home and away in 2017-2018 which we both won one one nil one nil. Mm. He mastered it when we played Napoli in 2018-19. They won the home leg late, very, very late in the game. They won yeah, the home leg 2-0. And remember. then drew it, drew it at Anfield 1-1. Then when he came to Everton, he continued with that trend, playing with low blocks, playing very defensively against Liverpool. And we only managed to beat Don Carlos' team once while he was at Everton, which was the FA Cup win when a uh, young boy, when Curtis Jones scored a, a brilliant goal, a brilliant winner. Mm. So, he has a, he has a, he has Cup's number. You know, if you look at their record, mm. Carlo has the upper hand when it comes to record. He has Cup's number. Recently, Real Madrid has had a, has had a number beef. Perhaps of that good fortune they had in the Champions League final. And we had a lot to overturn. Mm. Um, this is um, Klopp's fourth meeting against Real Madrid. We haven't won any of the games. So, you know, for those, I don't know who are the pundits, I don't know who are the, the people making all these bets with that think that Liverpool are favourites. Liverpool are definitely and clearly the underdogs. And so we have to pull it out like we've done with our mentality monster attitude. Thank you. Right. Um, I'll swing to, I'll swing, I'll swing back over here to London. I can, like you've heard um, um, Kenneth and his um, worries. He listed three: um, Klopp, Real Madrid, and Ancelotti. Do you do you do you see do you see where he's coming from? Well, um, to the extent that Ancelotti does have a seems to have a good seems to have a good record against Klopp, and he does in reality. Yes, there's definitely a point there. However, I tend not to be too. Um, preoccupied with managers and their tactics necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes too much um, weight is given to that. Everything is contextual. All football is contextual. Um, the circumstances that prevailed um, in in the games between, say, Napoli, whom we found quite tricky in the group stages, and that was... Um, Actually, 18, 19, and 19, 20 seasons, by mm. the way. Mm. Um, that's a very different team to, to the way Madrid like to play now, for instance. Yeah. Everton last year, yes, it was very tricky and we did lose at Anfield. But we lost six games consecutively at Anfield during that run. Fulham beat us at Anfield. I don't know how much that had to do with a tactical superiority as much as the state's Liverpool were in at the time mm-hmm. with all the central back, center backs being missing and everything. So, however, where I do agree is that anybody who takes a, a dispassionate look at this game, 
And even looks at Madrid's players and matches them up against Liverpool's players one-on-one, we realize that it's really a bit of a coin toss on a player-by-player basis. Player-by-player, Real Madrid actually compared to almost any team on the planet. First 11 for first 11, if you just look at individual players collectively. I mean, the keeper is as good as anyone in the world. Modric was a 36, but he's still among the best handful of midfielders in the world. Benzema is the best center forward in the world, virtually by none. Vinicius is as good as any wide forward out there. David Alaba is a top-notch defender. So Madrid do not like for players and individuals. Mm. That's not the issue. Um, they are not very system-based. Yeah. They rely on individuality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the comment about Carlo... His team's been unpredictable and he allows his teams to play. Well, Real Madrid, that's their modus operandi anyway. And more or less has always been. Yeah, so, what do you think about it? It's a yes. tough game. Yeah, they've never been a system team. Mm. Madrid have never had a system or a tactical framework that was particularly rigid. Almost regardless of who coached them. Mm. Uh, over time, Mourinho made them more defensive. But fundamentally, Real Madrid has always been driven by star players yep. and individuals. Mm-hmm. That, that's, the, that's the method. That's the modus operandi. So nothing new there. Mm-hmm. So bottom line, is going to be a tough game. I agree with that. I've, I don't think we're favored in the traditional sense in that way, superior side. Um, I think we do have a stronger identity and if we play our game, we can make it extremely difficult for them to 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 do to do the, to do much or to play theirs, um, but yeah, it's certainly. I think it's a very tight game. I think it's uh, pretty much a toss up at this point. I wouldn't go so far as to say we were underdogs, but um, I'm sure Klopp has a lot of respect for Madrid and the way they play, and um, will not need telling as to as to how difficult a task it is for his team. Right. Luckily, I'm not having this. Sorry, just sorry. Go on, Kenneth. I mean, just a quick point of correction. Mm. Just a quick point of correction. Sorry to correct you, sir. 20, the, the, the games against Napoli were 2017-18 and 2018-19 when we won the Champions League. In 2019, Carlo Ancelotti moved to Everton, where he drew, and then when, you know when he drew with Liverpool, he moved to Everton in December 2019. Thank you. Right. Yeah, but by then the games, the games with Napoli had been completed. Anyway, carry on, Emeka. Um, luckily, I'm not having this um, idea that your mates are trying to swing here, especially Kenneth, to to um, give the impression that um, um, Liverpool might be going into this game as um, as anything but odds-on favorite to win. I'm not. I'm not having that. What, what 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 is your take going to listen? Le- yesterday um, in the other part that I had with the with the Real Madrid fans, they were also trying. This is so funny. The Real Madrid fans were also trying to. They were trying to pretend. This is the word. They were trying to pretend also that they are going into um, the match also as um, underdogs. Okay. Okay. So. Um... I will start from my worry about the thing why I think we're actually the underdog, right? Liverpool are going into this game having played 
hold on a second for me go go lee can you mute your mic for me can you mute your mic thank you okay so Liverpool are going into this game having played all the games possible for any club to play in Europe this season. AJB. And we could tell from the last five games that they needed to dig deeper, deeper each time to get out those wins. The games that even ordinarily they would have picked up points easily, mm. they struggled with form to get those games going. This brings back, and I will just give credit to the manager for having given them that mentality to be able to do that. Now, I think that really, by tradition, Madrid have got 13 Champions League trophies to their name. We have got six. By that, it tells us they are favorites. Like Akin said, player for player, it's not like we are far, far ahead of them. We could say that by the time we mention player for player, we possibly would have five in that position here, five best in that position here. So in that regard, Madrid is also favorite. But the thing that makes Liverpool favorite for me is that not being afraid to face any player, any team. Like the manager always says, we are going to try and come with any team anywhere in the world. In that regard, mm. I say that Liverpool are favourites going into this game on Saturday. They, they would, they, they, the only other concern I have is that at some point in that game, Liverpool will need, or rather at the very beginning of the game, Liverpool will need not to be as slow as they had been in the last three, four, five games of the season. Mm. You could look at all those all those games. They were slow in getting out of the blocks mm. and they considered early goals against Wolves, against Spurs. They considered those goals at the time that they were slow. So they would need not to be slow from the start. They would need to start the game like they started against City in that FA Cup semi-finals. And if they did that, I'm sure that they would win this game. Right, Damien. Um, I I keep hearing, I keep my God, Damien. There's so much, there's so much feedback where you are. God, uh, is, it, is it better now? No, it's not at all. It's not, it's not at all. Um, are you are you using um are you using um hand free? If you're using hand free, take it yes, off. Sir. You take it off and just I'm use the normal phone. I'm, uh, okay, okay. Um, Gogoli, I would go to you while Damien works on his um, on his phone. Um, listening to um, the pundits here and all that they're saying, um, they were saying something like losing the league on the last day should motivate Liverpool going into this match on. On Saturday, I, I I have a different um, slant on that. I'm wondering, had City won against West Ham and basically won the title in that game, and having Liverpool just know that okay, there's nothing to play on the last day, 
then they mentally prepare everybody for um, this Champions League final. Do you do you not think that that, that is would have been a better um, a better preparation going into going into Saturday mentally? Um, on uh, you know, with answer, it looks like it could have been better because um, everyone would tell you at least we would have known that um, um, there's a chance that um, what's it called? Um, Thiago would be fit in the but yes. you can pick up you can pick up these injuries even in training. So mm. injuries are not you know something you predict, but at the same time, coming to this end of the season. I think the fewer the games, you know, the better. And for um, a team like Liverpool, where according to Pepe, Melinda is our assistant coach, our intensity is our identity. So it's understandable. But at the same time, you know, you've chased this team from 14 points to one. Yes, you didn't win. I, I, I felt the, the, the game at the Etihad, if you had won that game, would have been champions. But you didn't win, but there's an opportunity to... Believe you me, um, coming into this game, if we had maybe rested players, and then seeing that stuff happen at the Etihad, I, I, I tell you, the players would have been more distraught. So I, I, I would say it's, it's, um, you just look for a way to balance it. Mm. Yes, we've had, yes, I think we have about seven days to prepare. So it's still enough. But at the same time, this end of the season, we needed fresh legs. So I would say, but it, it's still good enough. Six. Five six days is a good enough for them to recover. You see, the last game of the season. Where's he going? Gogoli, um, can you can you change your location? I struggling to we're struggling to hear you. Um, Damien, Damien, are you back? Damien, hello, I'm, I'm here. That's better. That's much better now. Right? Do you okay. do, do you okay. think? Do you think? I, I, as I was saying to Google, as I was saying to Google, I I I find that I always give the example of um um the 1995 season when Manchester United lost the league title on the last day to Blackburn. And then I just knew that they weren't going to win the FA Cup final um, a week later against Everton because I thought the players would not be in the right frame of mind going into that match. So that's why I was asking Google, do you think that would also affect Liverpool going into this game? Um, no, it won't affect the boys at all. Like, uh, like uh, it is the mentality of the boys who very very high the whole thing like what what, what outstanding job club has done with them so i i believe the the the, the loss of the league won't, won't affect them at all like i know they'll bounce back and uh, my only worry going into that match is fatigue because they, they played every game possible this season so my only worry is fatigue and um and the injuries to Fabinho and um, Thiago. So uh, if we get one of them fit, maybe we should likely to be Fabinho. I think we'll be we'll be fine. We'll be very very fine, and I'm very confident going into that game. Like um, the first speaker said, um, like he was worried about Klopp and um, 
Carlo Ancelotti and then uh, he made one other point but the, I'm not worried about club at all I think um, we are going to be predictable but what I've seen from this Real Madrid side I'm not uh, I'm not underestimating them but I think we're, we're, we're better than them like um, the, the, the finals four years ago 2018 they were they were better more experienced they had they had winners in that team they had leaders Cristiano Ronaldo was there um, Sergio Ramos was, was there but now their team is very very different it's very different Tony Cruz is not what he used to be Modric is not what he used to be they are older and um, they are slower so that is why um, Carlo Ancelotti always plays um, Valverde in there. I think he's, he's, he's their legs. Uh, mm. He covers for what, uh, mm. what um, Cruz and Modric cannot do anymore. That's, that's why Valverde is always in there. And uh, uh, my, my worry too is um, Vinicius, not even Benzema, Vinicius, because uh, this Trent, Trent Alexander-Arnold is going to be playing high up the pitch like he always do. And then Vinicius will have a lot of space to run into. And that's why I hope uh, Konate will be able to do, could deal with that. I think Konate will play ahead of Matthews because he's, he's faster and he's stronger. So coming up against Vinicius, I don't think he'll have much trouble dealing with him. Um, I'm very, very confident going into this game. I'm not, I'm not worried at all. So if we get Fabinho's feet, I think we're, we're, we're going to be them. We're going to be direct and predictable, like the first speaker said, but that's where my defense won't be able to stop it. I've seen them, I watched them a whole lot this season. They, their defending is suspect. And we're going to beat them, I think, 3 1 or thereabouts. Dude, I'm not worried dude, at all. I'm very, I'm very confident. You're, you're jumping the gun on predictions, but okay, I, I hear you. I can't. You 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 said you said something about um, the man for man that you you could you could actually say, um, Damon, can you mute your mic, please? You you could say that um, you're saying that it looks that you there's a matchup there's a possibility there's a matchup between the personnel and uh, between the personnel of both clubs. I completely disagree on that. What um, the the uh, if if um, if Ancelotti goes according to plan and starts with his midfield trio of Casemiro, Cruz, and Modric, the only person likely, likely to even make it into Liverpool midfield um, of those three will probably be uh, Modric if Thiago is not fit. If Thiago is fit, yes, none of those three will make it into uh, the Liverpool midfield. There's nobody, uh, maybe maybe the right back, um, uh, Danny Cavaha might might be chosen ahead of Trent Alexander Arnold. So there's nobody at the back uh, at at um, at um, Real that can displace the people at the back at Liverpool. So really, what I'm trying to say to you is that Liverpool are well ahead of of um, of Real man for man. I think. So this is what I mentioned to the the Real fans: the way Liverpool start the game. The intensity with which Liverpool would, I believe, they would try to play some more on that on on Saturday, should really should actually overwhelm overwhelm Real. I, I don't see 
I honestly I don't see another I don't see another another result here. Well, um, I I don't agree on the players. I think the players are more evenly matched than you think. I think Modric is, I think, probably the best midfielder on either team. Personally, that's what I think. Mm. Um, Thiago, I I love Thiago uh, uh, to bits, but Modric is more dynamic, more mobile. Uh, if you go to the like, I, I said the keeper is a match for our keeper. I prefer Alisson. Mokotan is a top-notch keeper in his own right. There's mm. very little to choose there. Um, Van Dijk is the best centre-back at either club, but Alaba is not shabby either. Um, uh, you know, it, it, but I think as a unit, we definitely have a superior back four. Mm. But I think in midfield and with Benzema up front and Vinicius, I think they're a match in many ways. But look, I agree with you in the sense that if we play our game and we play at our tempo, um, and we can impose that on them and on the game while, you know, keeping it tight mm. um, in terms of the counter. And Vinicius is the only real threat on the counter. Benzema isn't particularly quick. Yep. None of the other players are particularly quick outside of Vinicius. Mm-hmm. So that's why that matchup is very important. How do we handle him? Um, Trent, of course, can leave space in behind, which can be a problem. One-on-one, I don't think Trent is necessarily as bad as people think, but I think his positioning high up the field um, often leaves space to exploit. Uh, and there's a tendency to go with Konate to sort of help cover him because he is bigger and stronger and maybe quicker. But I'm not convinced about Konate's speed. Van Dijk is quick. And Van Dijk is quick in two senses. He can run fast, of course, but he also accelerates instantly. Mm. Once Van Dijk gets into his stride, he eats up the ground very quickly. He's quick over 5 yards, 10 yards, 15 yards, which is what a centre-back really needs. Konate might be quicker over longer distances, but he's slower to accelerate. Right. So, and that is the speed you really, really need. So I think I'm, I, I'm leaning towards Matip because while Matip is not as physical or as quick, Matip is a far cannier, cleverer defender, much more experienced because experience counts on occasions like this. Yeah. And it wouldn't, I would, it wouldn't surprise me if he got the nod um, because I think he's less likely to make a, a some mistake or get caught up in the occasion. So I think Vinicius is the main source of danger because of his speed. If we try to impose our tempo, our high line, and our game on them, then we're exposed um, to them the other way. Is the initial to them. Valverde is quick too, but he comes from a relatively deeper position. Yep. But the initials will be the main threat. So I, I think if we can handle it at the back and uh, keep our discipline, keep our line, I think we can impose ourselves on them and I think we'll find the goals. I don't buy the argument that we're predictable. I mean, everybody, we're predictable in the sense that we, we seek to impose ourselves on the opposition in every game we play and tactically we're pretty consistent. But there are lots of variations within that. 4 3 3 means different things at different times. The, the front 3 move around. Um, you know, uh, Mane can play on the left or in the center. Diaz can play on the left or on the right. 
There are variations to the theme of the way they play, and the individual players are creative enough in their own right, especially if Thiago plays, to to create plenty of uh, um, uncertainty and unpredictability in the minds of the opposition um, defense. So I, I think it's good to have an identity. It, it helps you. Mm. And I think at the same time, with that identity, we have enough variation in personnel and in the technical makeup of the players to avoid predictability. I hope we're up for it. I hope we're not too tired. But to your earlier point, America, about the disappointment of not winning the league, I don't think that's a big deal. I don't think the guys went into the final day expecting to win the league. I think everybody was pretty much resigned to not winning the league. Okay. There might have been some hope that that rose during the game. Yeah. But in reality... Um, we were never ahead at any point on that day. I think I don't think it was some big letdown. Had we lost on the final day in losing the league, for instance, had we failed to win when City also failed to win and didn't win the league that way, or had we gone into the final day leading and then failed to win and lost the league, that can be a letdown. Yeah. But pretty much, I don't think that's a letdown. And the second point is we've already won two trophies this year. So that pressure of, oh, the whole season is riding on this. Um, if we don't do this, the season is a total failure, has been alleviated somewhat by that fact. So I think there's enough there for the guys to be loose and to just play. It's, it's absolutely fantastic that you bring this up. Kenneth, I would ask you this. Um, should, should it happen, fingers crossed, should it happen on, um, on Saturday that Real Madrid end up winning this? This match, right? And then Liverpool end the season with two uh, penalty kick shootout wins over Chelsea in the Carabao and FA Cup. Would that, what, what would that, what, how would you classify your season? Well, the season would end as a fairly successful season, not a fantastic season, you know, mm. um, for all those. Pundits and writers and journalists screaming quadruple, quadruple, quadruple. Like most Liverpool did. fans, I you 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 never see me write quadruple on any of my Twitter feeds. No, forget your most Twitter feed fans inside of me. Like you never thought of it. Stay, stay here. Sorry, stay here that you, you never so crossed your mind. Fans, not, uh, uh, well, let, let me finish. Um, my my, you know, you know, I was in, uh, I was at Anfield for the big game earlier last month. Mm. My biggest yearning was for Liverpool to win the league, to top, to top up the FA Cup and League Cup. That was my biggest yearning. You know, mm. I, I'll, I'll happily have gone three for four. And with the league, with, with us failing to win the league, it would be a fantastic compensation. Like 2018-19 to win the Champions League, so you know it's a fairly good season. But topping it up with the big ears will make it a marvelous season. Although we didn't win the league, what what would you say? Um, as we've heard, I can talk about um, the personnel and all of that, and you your worry about our club and supposed um, predictability. What, what 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 would you want? Um, what would you want from him to make 
and the team unpredictable on Saturday? Well, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with the way Ake and Damien spoke about the squad. You know, I've spoken about my fears about Real Madrid, but where I feel we have an advantage and we have the edge is that we're the ones going to bring the football. We're going to play the football. That's number one. Mm. Personal-wise, you spoke about Real Madrid's uh, much-vaunted midfield. Yes, it is the same midfield that won the Champions League twice uh, in a row for, for, for Real Madrid. Mm. But it's a much older midfield. Absolutely. And what happens to them is that the in- Liverpool is going to bring the intensity from minute one to minute 90. Salah and Mane are going to be showing the same intensity. Most likely... Modric, Kroos, not possibly Casemiro, Modric and Kroos, they will drop from minute 60. They will drop. If you look at the Madrid games, you will see. When Madrid had that big comeback against uh, Man City, I don't think Modric and Kroos, um, Kroos were on the pitch. No, they weren't. So, the question is, when Modric and Kroos drop, because you have to respect them, they, they have some kind of a, 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 a well-honed, frequency that they operate upon and they play very well mm. but we're going to bring the intensity and when they drop the question is when when uh, Ancelotti decides to turn to his bench and dip into his bench for reinforcement Liverpool boasts of far better far better reinforcement far better X factors because we've not even discussed okay we're going to go with perhaps um, Luis Diaz Mane and Salah it's not going so well. Can you imagine that Liverpool can dip into the bench and get Diogo Jota and Firmino, whom I want to play a very, very important role in the in the game. So we can go into the bench and get such resources from our bench that will add the same level of intensity that the, the first 11 were given. If we feel that we have a, a, a win to secure, mm. we can take... Um, Alexander Arnold out of the game and bring in Joe Gomez for more solidity. We can bring in the experience of James Milner. Real Madrid cannot match that. And that's why I feel that we have the edge when it comes to let's take this game deep and see who would last longest. Right. Um, Bogoli, I hope you've sorted out your your location and so we can hear you properly now. You've heard, um, yes, yes. You've heard your people, and um, um, without they're, they're trying manfully. All of you people are trying manfully. Ex- apart from Damien, you're trying manfully not to sound um, not to sound bullish, but you're feeling spectacularly. You're all bullish going into this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, what, what, what you Google? Um, you, you've been able to see how Real came back to beat uh, PSG, how they came to London and basically trained with Chelsea and in the end managed to squeeze through in the second leg and then how they rose from the dead, really, completely rose from the dead to knock out uh, Man City in the semi-final. What, if, what, if anything, do you have to fear from Atrial? Um, fear... I would say, you know, as corny as it may sound, um, I really don't go into any any game, you know, 
dreading the opposition. Yes, you have to respect them, but sincerely, I, I, I don't. Even Manchester City, yes, you know, KDB is good and all that stuff, but because of the way we've been playing under Klopp and the mentality Klopp has, has you know, great in this Liverpool side, mm. you go into every game, you know, as long as, you know, our guys are fit, I know that we can win this thing. So, really, yes, I know they have the mentality, but um, it's in Paris and it's not at the Bernabeu. And I tell you the truth, even though this game was to take place at the Bernabeu, it's a Champions League final, it's not too late. I still think we have what it takes to beat them. Now, mentally, I, I'm not sure we, we would collapse like um, this or that. In big respect to them, but um, we're the mentality monsters for a reason. So I'm not sure we have that kind of collapse this, in, wait, in our on. locker. Hold on, this, this world-famous mentality monsters has only given you one league title. So what is this yeah. mentality monster thing? It, it has also given a, a, a Champions League, it's giving a Super Cup, it's giving an FA Cup, it's giving a Carabao Cup, and it's going to give another UCL. OJB. So if, um, what, what will Manchester what what people call themselves? Yeah, yeah, in the world, in the words of club, we 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 are not money, the best money monsters. Manchester City will call themselves money monsters. Uh, I've answered your question. Thank Let's you. Move on. Thank, okay. thank you. Go go league, go on, please. Yeah, so um, in, in the words of club, we may not be the best team in the world, but we're equipped to beat the best teams in the world. And um, Real Madrid is um, one of them. So um. On Saturday, um, we're going in to do a job. I, I, um, I am um, pretty confident. The more I think about it, yeah. the more, you know, we can talk about the fitness of Fabinho. Fabinho is um, someone that takes a little bit of time to get going, but assistance, we can't lose Fabinho and Thiago in the same game. So he should just, you know, get his fitness program right and ensure that he's, he's good enough to do the job. Thiago, if he's fit, I think um, we, you know, we stand a good chance of doing a good job on them. Our, our issue has always been converting chances. So if you can get, um, if you can go up early, get them some good them um, two three goals up, we can you know comfortably still out the game. It's a final, and you know this thing, it might not happen. But I am, I am, I am pretty relaxed. And the individual battles tend to. Gogoli, do you think this is a match between Liverpool and something-something uh, um, um, high school in Portacourt? It's you know, not um, Liverpool versus Urumokoro United. Exactly. I watched, I watched Madrid versus um, Madrid versus um, Manchester City. I call them Silicon FC, by the way. Madrid versus... I tell you, those games were supposed to be out of sight. For like, there was no reason Madrid didn't have any undertaker kind of chance in those games, and, and just found a way. So I, I tell you, if we're clinic, see, Man City press, but our press is different. And you watch those games, and they barely couldn't kick ball. This is the same Madrid with technical players. They were just. Relating to, you know, trying to find um, what was it called, Vinicius, or find um, um, Benzema. That's all they were trying to do because they were literally penned back. So I say, if we can do the same thing to them, believe you me, we can convert. And, you know, um, the key person for me is um, Mane. He's, he's on another level. Like, he, he's taking his game as a, 
as a nine to another level. Yes, sometimes I get frustrated with his first touch. You know, I watch them Bobby against is this Southampton, and I'm like, if if Mane can control the ball just like this, because sometimes he gets the ball and there's nobody who control it the first time. Other times he does it, so he's inconsistent with his first touch. But at the same time, he's a killer in front of goal. And you know, Salah as as as. He just has his mind on this game. I, I dread what he's, he's going to do. They talk about um, um, Diaz versus the cover here. Yeah. What Salah will do to what's the name of the left back? Mendy. It will be illegal. Right. It will be illegal what Salah will do to Mendy. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident. Well, I'm not. Um, you talked about shying away and trying to hide. Well, I'm trying to come out with my chest up and say, and we're going to put them to the sword. Luckily, um, you you are also what's the word? You're also bullish going into this game, right? I I, I personally, as I can say, I would know. I have a worry. I always have a worry when it comes to picking a team for the final. When you're you're struggling to um, play a player that is carrying an injury, there is something about finals that. I've experienced and I've watched so many finals over the years where I think sometimes, sometimes it is never worth the risk of taking a player who is carrying an injury and putting him in a final. Liverpool will go into this game um, sweating on the fitness of um, um, Fabinho and Thiago. Do you think, Google, could you mute your mic please? Do you think, Akule, do you think you should, uh, it's a risk worth taking, having both of them or just having one? And if you want, if you're going to have only one, which one do you think it should be? Uh, okay, so I agree with you. It is a risk that is not worth taking. Right. So um, we've always known that um, Thiago, for all the beautiful things he does with the ball and to the ball, is uh, not one of the people you can go to the bank with, with in terms of fitness. And over the period, every game is played for us. We've seen the brilliance and what he brings to every game. Fabinho, since he joined four years ago, or is it five now? Five now, I think. He joined 18, you know, four years now, 18. Okay, so we've seen the stability is brought to that Mijo, okay? And um, over that same period, we've seen every time we play without Fabinho, how we struggle. Mm. And um, I think that would miss him more than would miss Thiago in this game, right? Mm. Having said that, I think that the advantage of having um, Fabinho for me would be that, okay, he's had a longer period to recover from his own injury than Thiago has got. Mm. And the manager has said to us that they will monitor both of them and if they are, they don't meet a minimum, maybe either of them will not even play. And then that's now where I will worry. But as, from where I sit right now, I tell you that if you ask me to choose, let's say both of them are 70%, 70% fee mm. to go to that game, mm-hmm. I'd rather have a Fabinho play than a Thiago. And then maybe towards the end, at the same 70% for fitness, mm. Thiago might have a role to play. But to start, I'd prefer a Fabinho to go ahead 
judging by what we know of the fitness of both of them right now. Yeah. But the manager has say, I said, if he cannot, this is a team that the manager doesn't, he's not afraid to make those decisions. Um, he's, um, he's had to make those decisions severally. Um, okay, my player, I don't think he's fit enough. I'm not playing him. I'm not listening for a game and so on and so forth. The beauty of it for Liverpool is that each time this happens, mm. somebody always rises up to do the job the expected person does, maybe not 100%, but enough to get us over it. You've seen how even jo- uh, Jordan Anderson had had to play centre-back. Uh, we've had to call, in, we've gone into the academy to bring two centre-backs to play um, last season. Mm-hmm. We've seen it over and over again. So this also brings back that same thing that is even not football. There's something that he's done with the backroom staff He's got, for example, he's got a psychoanalyst to analyze and work with the players how to play penalties. And that is the result you saw, we saw in the two penalty wins that you referred to. He said he was the first person to also introduce a throwing coach. When they brought it three years ago, people laughed. But there's an additional thing all these things do to the quality of the players, even the ones that are on the bench. Mm. I would be surprised if on that day neither of the two of them starts the game. Yes, but I would worry if either of them don't start. Stay there. But Stay there. as you said, Stay. if I was to choose, uh-huh. I would take Fabinho. Stay there, Lakuni. I'm going to go around. I'm starting with Akin. Thiago and um, Thiago and Fabinho. If you had to choose one to play, uh, I'll go. I'll go around. Akin, who would you have playing? Aki, Kenneth, who would you have played between Thiago and Fabinho? Definitely, I'll have Fabinho starting. Uh, let's let let's be forget. A certain Nabi Keita has a fantastic record as a starter for Liverpool. Yeah. It should not be overlooked that when he plays for Liverpool, that his record is very, very, very good. So even better than I know that Thiago has also has an excellent record. But Definitely, I'll be going for Fabinho because um, he he has a multi-purpose role and he has the he ha- understands the role of a of a six. Definitely don't want to see Henderson anywhere around the number six position. Thank you. All right, Aki, who would you take? I would go with Thiago uh, for the exact opposite reason. I think Henderson could do a credible job on in the sixth role. Um, Real Madrid don't have a number ten. I think he would do a credible job in the sixth role. Mm. And Thiago's creativity would be a big miss. And if you had Henderson and Keita, you have a much more up-tempo, energetic midfield, which I think would make a big difference against Real. So if I had to choose one, I would go, and they are both one, and the one I chose is fully fit, I would go with Thiago, have Henderson play the sixth, and uh, rely on Van Dijk and Kuro, to do the business at the back. Damien, who would you go for? Um, I'll go I'll go with Thiago, with Fabinho, sorry. With Fabinho. We, we all know what um, Fabinho has brought into the team. The, stabi- the stability in, in midfield and um, the screening, the protection of the back four um, if he's missing, there's, there's there's a big hole there, there's a big void there. Even though Jordan Henderson comes and 
and and does a, a bit of job though, but not like what Fabinho does. So uh, I'll go with with, with Fabinho. With, without Thiago, we'll be fine. I believe we'll be fine on Saturday. We we'll, we won't go through the midfield. I think we'll go through the channel. Just play to Salah and Man and then Salah and then Diaz to run at the defenders. I I know pretty well for sure. Real Madrid. Their uh, fullbacks can't 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 defend when they when they when they isolate them when they are isolated. So I I believe that's what we're going to do. So I uh, think Fabinho to start. Okay, so as a roundup, I am Damien. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you have made your own prediction a 3 1 win for um, the mighty Reds of Liverpool, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll go with a 3 1 win for Liverpool. Excellent. Luckily, um, um, it, I, I'll go with a 2 1 for Liverpool. Bogoli. You see, now that I've called him, he decides to mute his microphone. Gogoli, what's your prediction? Sorry, can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Yeah, so um, I would have gone with a 2 1, but it won't be too nice for my heart, man. I just have not recovered fully from Sunday, so I'll go with him. Um, <laughs> let's make it nice and easy. No, no rough beer. I don't need any medication now. So, um, yeah, just just make it three one, three one, two nil in, in the first half. They try to come back. We get one. They get a consolation, and it's over. Excellent, um, Kenneth. Sorry, guys. I see it's far more close again because you know the way why 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 I'm predicting three two is because like we all said. The, the trick is what they will, they will keep on they will keep on being compact and waiting to spring that trap of getting behind Saint Alexander Arnold. So we will do the, the playing, we will do the attacking, and they will try to do the counter punching. If you re, if you all recall, think of all the games: PSG, Chelsea, Man City, Real Madrid had um, just a burst of um of, of energy. Uh, and, and 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 got their goal. So I think three two sounds just about right. I think. I think finals are almost always poor games. I mean, the only team I can recall in the past fifteen twenty years in the Champions League that played their game in the final is uh, Barcelona in twenty oh nine and twenty eleven when they used you people to train. They're virtually the only team I can think of who have treated finals like regular games and played normally. It's what usually a tight schedule. How about Inter in 2010? What did they do? They won 2 0. Nobody remembers the game or either of the goals. That was a proper rubbish game. Rubbish, rubbish game. I'm amazed anybody would even mention that. Complete rubbish game. Excuse me. Anyway, as I was saying, as I was saying, as I was saying, you've had your prediction. You've had your prediction, and I didn't interrupt you. So why don't you let me finish my prediction? Thank you. Anyway, um, so I think finals are invariably poor games for the most part. And I think this one might surprise and be poor. I think Liverpool will win by penalty shootout, if only to spite people like you and Mecca who make uh, cheap tags. About oh, we want two trophies. 
A treble of penalty wins. Somehow, that sounds sweet. They don't give you half a cup. And it's very rich coming from you, whose last Champions League. Why? Was one thanks to John Terry's slip in a shootout. Are you going to so carry I'm, him, please? I'm predicting, I'm predicting a penalty shootout win and three trophies in the cabinet, making a very good season, an absolutely fantastic one. If he goes, <laughs> I don't think Ogoli's heart can take a penalty shootout at this rate. And he shouldn't watch the game then when he gets to extra time. He should just go for a walk. <laughs> I've tried it before. It works wonders. <laughs> Listen, um, I, 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 uh, I've, I've had fun. And I thank you. I, I thank you. The good thing about the internet is everything you have all said here is going to be live on the internet. We can come back um, Saturday night or Sunday morning to to have a look and I would I would name check all of you should what I hope happens happens in that in that final. But um I can let, let let's make it let's make it Sunday morning so yeah. that whatever the emotions of Saturday will be over by then. No, I, I will just I will just tag all of you on Twitter. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Akinaudu, thank you, Lakule. Kenneth, thank you for squeezing our time to be part of this. Egogoli, um Whatever happens to you is your choice. You choose to support who you're supporting. Damien, thank you all so very much for being part of this Champions League final special edition of your Sports Memo podcast. I'm really, really grateful. Thank you for, for finding time to join me. Thank you, guys. Thank you for inviting thank, me. Thank you for inviting me. Take care. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. And that's it. That's a that's a Champions League final special edition of your Sports Bubble Podcast this time with Liverpool fans. Um, if you're just listening to this one, um, there's one with the Real Madrid fans. If you scroll down on your um, on the app that you're using to listen, you'll find the one with the Real Madrid fans. My name is Calvin Mekomoka, and it's been my pleasure hosting you on this show. Till I come your way next time, peace out.